You know who it's been really tough for? People in Erie County, New York. Uh, that's home to Buffalo, New York State's second largest city after the Big Apple, of course. Uh, they're still digging out from an almost unimaginable 50 inches of snow. That's more than four feet, about 130 centimeters that fell over the Christmas break. Um, it was the result of a bomb cyclone. We'll figure out what that means exactly, unleashing uh, this incredible lake effect blizzard, um, causing one of the deadliest storms in the city's history. Uh, Buffalo's mayor says they're making progress in clearing all that snow. The, the pictures of it are unbelievable. There are literally mountains of snow piled up now in front of buildings in downtown Vancouver. There's a driving ban in place in the city to try to make sure crews can clear the roads properly. The National Guard is going door to door to check on people because so many people lost power. Here's Buffalo's mayor, Byron Brown. We've cleared about 70 percent of streets in the city of Buffalo after this historic storm. Today, our snow fleet, along with other crews, continue their work to clear the roads in the city. A driving ban remains in effect in the city of Buffalo. We are asking for motorists not to drive in the city so that crews can safely uh, finish their work. Safely for motorists and pedestrians, and safely for the crews that are working. Our goal is to get plowing done today. Uh, we are looking to opening up the city tomorrow. It's been nearly a week. I mean, that's just how much snow fell. And it's not like Buffalo's not used to snow. This is a snowy place. Uh, but, you know, just that amount of snow caught so many people uh, unaware or at least unable to escape. Um, Countless emergencies in and around the city. Uh, Shakira Autry sort of typifies what happened. She posted this plea to Facebook early Saturday morning, Christmas Eve, after her boyfriend rescued a 64-year-old man suffering from severe frostbite, brought him home. They tried to get him help and found there was no one there to answer her calls. I had to blow dry the ice off of him because of how bad his hands was. Nobody has been. I've called the National Guard. I have called uh, 911. I've called... Uh, everybody, they just keep telling me I'm on a list. I don't want to be on no list. I don't care about nothing else. This man is not about to die over here on 111. Y'all need to get this man some help. They did eventually get him help, but it typified just how much, how difficult it was for any, in any emergency for crews to get to people. Uh, today, sadly, officials in Erie County announced the death toll had risen to 34, uh, 26 or 27, I believe, in Buffalo alone, including one woman who was trapped in her car for 18 hours as more than four feet of snow surrounded her vehicle. You know, Buffalo bore the brunt, but it's been, you know, a weather phenomenon over the Christmas break, unlike any scene in the United States in a generation. Joining me now from Buffalo is Stephen Vermette. He's a professor of geography at State University of New York, Buffalo College. Thanks so much for your time tonight. Oh, it's my pleasure. I, you know, I've been to Buffalo. I think, you know, most people who spend any time in Toronto have spent some time in Buffalo, certainly to see a football game. We know that it's snowy. But wow, that was just unbelievable. What was it like? Well, you know, last winter, the city of Buffalo is recognized as the snowiest city in New York State and the snowiest city across the country. And we're certainly living up to that reputation. Um, I remember watching the lead-in for that cycling. You mentioned that bomb cyclone in your lead-in here, uh, moving across the country uh, at least a week before the storm. And I remember commenting that there was too much focus on Buffalo, and I saw that as a, a bad sign, and we bore that out. What was it like? Um, well, the storm was a triple threat. 
And uh, this sets it uh, aside from many of the lake effect snows we've gotten in the past. Uh, we had a snowfall of around 50 inches. You mentioned 125, 130 centimeters. Winds as high as 70 miles per hour, like 112 kilometers per hour, and below freezing temperatures. And you combine that with the winds, creating a deadly wind chill. Um, if you can imagine, the snow is blowing horizontally, leading to zero or near zero, zero visibility for hours on end. And I guess the way it was described is like snow blasting buildings. If you had mold on your aluminum siding, it's all clean now because it was snow blasted off. It was extremely scary for the uh, residents. And on top of that, if you're on the shoreline of Lake Erie, you had uh, six-meter waves crashing along and flooding the lake shoreline. So uh, it was bad. It's, it's been declared a federal dis- emergency area uh, disaster. National Guard, as you mentioned, it's been called in. And um, people have been stuck in their cars. Um, at one point in time, there was no emergency services available in the city of Buffalo at all. And I recall here uh, hearing about in the north of Buffalo, um, in, in one of the suburbs, um, they had to free snow plows and assign them to fire stations so that they could clear a path for emergency responders. So yeah, it's, 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 it could not get much worse. No, I mean, snowmageddon, we often use that term in Canada, as you know well, and this one yeah. certainly sounds like it. Uh, Buffalo is not a city that's that's ill-prepared for winter. What I guess there was simply no – this was just too much – the weather was too much here. Yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're really good when it comes to lake effect snow. I mean, we've had seven feet of snow um, in Buffalo, but there are two previous storms, um, and I think, you know, people in St. Catharines and Fort Erie in Ontario would recognize uh, at least one of these. It's a blizzard of 77. That's kind of like the hallmark storm, and it had a lot of the characteristics of this storm. And we also had the blizzard of 85. Well, this Christmas blizzard of 22 joins this notorious group, and in the end, it may actually surpass these, these earlier storms. So it's that combination of the strong winds, the building of snow, you know, snow banks and dunes of snow, uh, the extremely cold, life-threatening temperatures that really made it worse than a, uh, a typical lake effect bandstorm, even if seven feet of snow fall. Uh, it's that combination that was so bad. So the triple threat. What what caused it? I mean, we talked about the bomb cyclone, but but meteorologi- meteorologically speaking, what happened here? Because you mentioned it was a triple, just a you know a triple threat of stuff. But we saw that bomb cyclone move across the country over the weekend. You mentioned there was a lot of notice about what was about to happen, but it seems even worse than had been predicted. Yeah, um, yeah, we were well aware. Of it. I mean, the National Weather Service here did a good job. Uh, well in advance of what what was what was going to happen, um, I recall that last Thursday was uh, the last good day before the storm struck, and I know officials were telling people to gas up, do their shopping on Thursday because afterwards travel would be impossible. So I think it might be a little more than what people expected, at least in in the uh, in the past. But we were given warning. I mean, I stayed home. <laughs> I was I, I've been I've been stuck at home for a while, and there's no way I'm going outside on Friday. And, and you've heard about you mentioned that story about the, um, the the gentleman who was who suffered the you know the frostbite and stuff. Right. Um, there's all kinds of stories out there. I'll just relay one I think that that tells you why it's such a problem. Even though you're warned, and say that you know emergency responders might not be able to get out, there was a lady, poor lady, who decided to drive out on the storm on Friday to get that last ingredient she needed for Christmas dinner. Her car got stuck in the snow. She called for help on her cell phone, doing everything right, but emergency responders could not reach her. Her family members tried in vain to reach her, and she ended up dying in her car um, from the uh, hyperthermia. 
So um, people were getting out into the storm and they should not be, should not have been out there. So it's been very, very tragic. Yeah. It was, we have it was, people going, very, we have people uh, going yeah. with snowmobiles, rescuing people and taking them from their homes when they lose power to warming centers. So it's, it's been quite the storm. What's it look like out your front door? Are you, have you been able to get out or do anything over the past few days? Or are you just waiting for this to all clear away? Yeah, well, I'm, I mean, the folks in the city are waiting for all to clear away. There's still a driving ban. Um, I actually live a little south of the city, so I've got the snow and stuff, but uh, we, we can travel now, but I can't travel north. Um, so I, I cannot get into the city. I work in the city of Buffalo, and I cannot get into work because of all the bans. So um, basically it's digging out. And I'm sure people are getting very frustrated being, you know, trapped in uh, their home stuff. They can walk about, but they can't drive. Uh, the National Guard is preventing people from getting off at exits. They've, they've opened up the throughway, but not the inner city expressways, just the throughway going by Buffalo. And they're asking people not to get off. And, and the National Guard is uh, preventing them from doing so. So. Uh, hopefully uh, by tomorrow, Friday, we'll be able to get into the city. But at this point in time, everything is, is blocked. They're digging out. Yeah. When we look back at the storms, I mean, I know this has happened in the past. You were talking about storms in the 70s, a storm in the 80s as well. But when we look at this one, is there is there a lesson to be learned here about just how much more it feels like these storms, and it happened out here in BC as well, that these storms are getting more ferocious when they hit. It's not always, but when they do hit, uh, we're seeing the intensity of these storms unlike anything we've seen before. Yeah, you know, you're, yeah, you're talking about the, the return period, the frequency of these types of storms are seem to be increasing. Um, uh, that is in large due, I think, to, to a changing climate. Uh, you know, we talk about the world warming, but we don't talk about the extreme weather that was predicted back in the 80s So when global warming was, was generally first talked about. And I think we're seeing that with the more intense hurricanes, but also more intense winter storms. So it does not always mean just getting warmer. It means we're going to have these extremes, and that's unfortunate. That's going to be happening into the future. Yeah, and I imagine for cities, uh, Buffalo being one of them, but certainly you know other cities across Canada where we have the same kind of snowy weather, we're going to have to adapt. Sure. And this one feels like something uh, that the city of Buffalo is going to have to look out for. It might not happen again uh, in a long time, but what do you think needs to be done now to prepare for storms such as this? Well, that's a good question because, you know, the, the death toll is, uh, I think right now the last number I heard was 38 deaths in the city and surrounding suburbs, and that surpasses the blizzard of 77. So what's going on? I mean, the blizzard of 77 came without any notice or very little notice, and people you know, were surprised by it. Uh, here we had lots of notice. So I'm not sure the reason. There's, there's going to be a lot coming out of, of the emergency response. My understanding is that this storm was well forecasted, that the state um, took a, a proactive actions and, um, you know, everyone was ready for it, but we still have this, this disaster in Buffalo, this federal disaster. So uh, people are going to learn from this as they did in 77 and 85 and other storms, but um, there's going to be a lot of questions. I, I think now there's even some quibbling about, you know, the city's response with the snow plowing. And you can see the uh, executive in Erie saying, making some comments about the mayor in Buffalo. So we'll see what comes out of all of this in, in the end. Yeah, the finger pointing begins as all of us right in these situations. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. And, and I imagine, so that, I mean, there, has, yeah, there have been cutbacks as well, I imagine. You know, state budgets are always an issue as well when it comes to things like uh, snow clearing and those sorts of issues. Yeah, we may hear, you know, stories about, um, you know, post-COVID, uh, if we can say post-COVID, that, uh, uh, that you know, maybe 
things are under man. We'll, we'll just have to see uh, what happens. Uh, this, this storm was eerily familiar uh, in the sense uh, if, you know, you go generations back to 77, 85. Uh, to give a Canadian context to this, there was a book uh, published called White Death. It was written by Canadian author Erno Rossi, who accounted several stories from the survivors of the blizzard of 77. And I've read through that book um, uh, in the past. And uh, uh, I'm sure the same can be done for this storm. And those stories are eerily familiar uh, with the blizzard of 77. So I'm not, hopefully the city gets better in responding. But one of the problems in the city of Buffalo is there's lots of street parking. We have very old um, housing stock and many people do not have driveways. So everything's on the street. And trying to, you know, plow four feet of snow with cars parked on the street creates problems. And one of the big things they keep talking about now is if you can't find your car, it's been towed to this place or that place. They're actually physically lifting up the cars, like with forklift type uh, vehicles, and removing them and taking them to yards so people can pick them up. Uh, So that's a big problem for the city of Buffalo is getting past those parked cars. That's an awful lot of snow. Stephen Rabet, thank you so much for your time tonight. Good luck uh, to you and uh, and the city of Buffalo digging out from this. I'll just give you one last comment here. We are sure. on, on track to beat the, uh, in 1976-77, Buffalo received, uh, um, I think it was 199.4 inches of snow. That's about 500 centimeters of snow. We are currently on track to beat that record at this point in time in the year. So keep tuned. We'll see what happens. Well, we we always know why Buffalo is an honorary Canadian city, Stephen. <laughs> that's uh, and that's why I hope. <laughs> Thanks so much for your time tonight. I appreciate it. Uh, it's been a pleasure.